0: Marhaba, and welcome to The Matrix Pill where real people connect. Hello, and welcome back to The Matrix Pill podcast. I am Hilmarie Hutchison, and today I am so honored to have Saira Saeed as my guest on the show. I absolutely love her positive outlook on life. Saira is the Director of Opportunities for People of Determination and I'm inclusive. And she describes herself as a proud person with disability. She has not let her disability slow her down in any way. And she says that she's empowered with a wheelchair. What an amazing attitude. Sarah champions disability inclusion and works with employers to connect people with disabilities to job opportunities. And when she is not researching the newest accessibility-related applications and news available, she loves to play with her cat Ginger and is an avid reader. Sarah, welcome and thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Thank you. It's an honor for me to join you, Hilmarie on this podcast. You have invited so many guests previously who have spoken about disability inclusion, people of determination. So it's an honor for me completely. Thank you.
0: I'm so excited to have you here.
1: Many of our listeners might already know
0: your story and who you are, but for those who don't, or for those who would like to know a little bit more about you, could you please share your story with us?
1: Absolutely. So we are in a podcast setting and people may not be able to see what I look like. I'll give you a little bit of visual um, experience of what I look like. I have a very round face. I have black eyes, black hair, and I usually use a hijab. I do keep my smile on for the most of the time and I have a very slight dimple on my right side. That is a visual description of me. To tell you a little bit about my story is I am someone who's diagnosed with muscular dystrophy. I was diagnosed at the age of 16. It was not easy for me to get that diagnosis and I have lived with disability in a way where it started very gradually to now I'm using a full-time wheelchair. It started at 16. I'm 31 years old now using a wheelchair full-time. The gradual transition of me from dancing, running, walking and now using a full-time wheelchair is has been a journey itself. And currently, I am working with people with disabilities in the field of disability inclusion for employment. That's about it. That's about me. That must have been quite
0: a shock at 16 to be told that you've got this kind of condition.
1: Did it take you long to process that? No, because it took me, my parents, my family to get the diagnosis. It took us two years to get the complete diagnosis. I could say a year almost. And when I was diagnosed, there was no roadmap given to me by the doctors because muscular dystrophy itself, they only know that it progresses. It's a progressive genetic disorder. The muscle gets weaker and weaker. So there is no specific prognosis the doctor can give because it is person to person, case by case, how it progresses. I didn't accept it, Very quickly, my parents were also like, how are you okay with it? But because it took me so long to get to the wheelchair part this stage, I think the progression with losing muscle was also a transition itself. But yes, the way, you know, the doctor said that you may lose a lot of mobility, but it was not said in a way which was harsh. So it helped me to accept it that, okay, this is something that I'm going to live with. It's going to be okay. And even after my diagnosis, it was never like I have all of a sudden, you know, I'm different. It was never that. So the support of my parents, my sibling also helped me to take this in a way which, I accepted it and I digested it and I was okay with it. That's amazing because, you know, 16 is right in the middle
0: of your teenage years. Teenagers are already so self-conscious and it's already so many changes going on so that you took it so well and, as you say, adjusted with it. But as you also say, because of it sort of happening slowly, in a way, helps you to transition with it, I imagine. Yes. Do you have to undergo any kind of treatment?
1: Unfortunately, today in 2022, there is no cure for muscular dystrophy. So there are no treatments as such, or there is no medication that can stop my muscles from deteriorating. What I can do is do my physiotherapy exercises and keep my muscles moving so that whatever capability my muscle has, if it's going to deteriorate, it reduces the speed of the deterioration. But there is nothing that we can do because genetically, we produce a chemical called dystrophin and my gene is missing the gene that produces dystrophin. So there is nothing right now as of yet that can create dystrophin in my body. So only physiotherapy is something that can decrease the deterioration speed.
0: It just slows it down. So how often
1: do you have to have a therapy? I am prescribed to do physiotherapy twice a day. If I were to go to a physiotherapist for sessions, it would be maybe once a month or three times a month to see an expert, to see a physiotherapist. But I have to do exercises on my own, which I'm very honestly going to share. I'm lazy in doing them. I do make sure that at least once a day I'm working out.
0: What are some of the challenges that you face that others might or that might not be obvious to others?
1: For muscular dystrophy, one of the challenges that we faced initially was it is said to be a rare disorder, but there are many people in this world who do live with it. So finding that community of people who are living in the same condition, starting from diagnosis, and the do's and the don'ts. Doctors may not be the best people to tell you because we don't often need to see the doctor because there is physically wrong with us. So we may not need to go to the doctor's office again and again. But to have that community who lives with this diagnosis is very hard to find. And if we do look for them in proper ways, we can find them on Facebook. And uh, there are specific institutes that are doing research on finding a cure. And let's say, for example, I live with LGMD2B. The full form is limb girdle muscular dystrophy type to be if I go and connect with institutes who are doing researches, that helps for the research institute to see what is the condition of the diagnosis and what is it that they are living with and what inputs they require. So going and finding the type of muscular dystrophy you have is very important. And then reaching out to organizations or institutes who are doing their research is very, very important. I would definitely highly recommend if anyone does have diagnosis of muscular dystrophy to get genetic testing done so that it is defined and it is scientifically proven that you have a specific type of muscular dystrophy. Because if you're not doing a genetic test, it may not prove which type do you have. And it is very important for researchers who are working very hard to find a cure to know what type of um, muscular dystrophy you have.
0: That's very interesting. Very good advice.
1: Now, let's shift gears a
0: little bit and let's talk about I'm inclusive. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Absolutely. So I'm inclusive is a platform which is founded by a founder who is a sibling of a person of determination. The app is a hub for people of determination and employers who may be on the journey of inclusion for people of determination, specifically employers, people of determination who are seeking opportunities, whether it be a full-time role, a freelancing opportunity, or entrepreneurial opportunities. I'm inclusive as a platform sort of a hub which connects people of determination and employers who may or may not be on their pathway for inclusion at workplace.
0: What an excellent platform. What an excellent idea to have come up
1: with something like this. So what is your role at I'm Inclusive? My role at I'm Inclusive is... I'm the matchmaker. I connect people of determination to opportunities, making and opening up a safe space for employers to understand that inclusion at workplace is important and how they can integrate people of determination, people with disabilities, and creating opportunities for people of determination in their workplace. So I match matchmake in the sense where one of the hats that I wear in the organization is to sit with people of determination to understand what is it that they are looking for, and then connecting them to correct employer or client who is open to integrate people with disabilities at workplace. Excellent.
0: So is it an online platform only or is there an actual app, a mobile app? It
1: is an online platform, a web platform, but it is also available on Android to download. And uh, not just on the platform, we work off the platform as well to connect employers and job seekers for opportunities. That's
0: fantastic. So has the pandemic of the last two years had an impact on the number of people of determination who were able to maybe get remote or freelance type job opportunities? Or have you not seen any change at all?
1: Absolutely. I think Pandemic made people stop and re-realize the things that could be done differently. Pandemic has given people work-from-home opportunities. You know, you and I are connecting from different areas and it's one online platform that is connecting us today. Pandemic has also opened up part-time freelancing roles as well. And not just the pandemic, the UAE government also has now laws that allows people to work part-time. So in addition to work from home, there are part-time opportunities, freelance opportunities that are now available. People are more open to Being flexible. Yeah,
0: I would imagine that for some people, the challenge maybe, as you say, with a wheelchair, having to go to an office that maybe does not have wheelchair accessibility or is not as comfortable, working from home, being in your own environment, but still being able to connect via computer and still do all the work that you're able to do must make life a lot easier in the past where everyone felt like they had to go to an office to get their job done.
1: Absolutely,
0: yes. I'm inclusive, something that's purely in the UAE or is it international or in how many countries is it available?
1: I'm inclusive is a global platform, but we are focusing execution in the Middle East and North Africa.
0: So if somebody wanted to make use of the service, how would they go about contacting I'm Inclusive and sort of what are the steps that somebody would go through?
1: Let's say, for example, if you are an employer or a business owner who may or may not have thought of including people with disabilities if you have never thought of including people of disabilities and you are currently at the stage where you think that you know you're not ready to employ people of determination what you can do first thing is look at your service that you're providing look at the product that you're providing is it catering to people of determination in your physical space is it accessible to people of determination and i'm not just saying about physical access but also with the mindset because there are disabilities which are visible and then there are invisible disabilities as well. Are you a business owner who is catering to all needs and all abilities? If you are an employer who has job roles open or are thinking of hiring, are you thinking of also including people with disabilities or it's exclusion that you're working towards? What you can do is you can go to the I Am Inclusive website and you can create your profile as an employer and start posting jobs. And what The platform will assist you or empower you with is providing accessibility accommodations that you can open up for that specific job role. If you are a person of determination who is looking for opportunity, maybe start with a volunteering internship, a full-time, a part-time freelancing role, or you are an entrepreneur, you can create your profile as a job seeker. Have all your details added on your own profile, created, add everything that you want to. If you have any art, if you are creating any product, put it on the platform on your own profile and the platform allows employers to have visibility of the applicants and for people of determination to look at what opportunities employers are posting. So it is quite visible and transparent and um, we welcome everyone. And so what I'm hearing you saying is
0: that it starts with mindset, having that open mind, that open idea to start including, first of all, looking at your product and your service, and then also at your employment policies, maybe. So to look at your employment policies and to be open from the outset add giving opportunities and to be inclusive in those policies um, right from the outset.
1: I love that. Sometimes when I sit with people, we get questions or we get statements like, we don't see people of determination a lot or how do we know what sort of talent is available? That is because you may have not thought of Inviting people with disabilities or maybe you're scared or hesitant of offensive, of being offensive to someone by using a wrong terminology or not knowing the right word. But when you start that, okay, I'm going to create an impact or I'm going to open up doors. There is no barrier. There is only you yourself are stopping from inclusion.
0: I love that. That's excellent. So yeah, we need to go back and change our mindset and be open to these opportunities. And I'll admit, I've always uh, been proud of the fact that at, uh, at Matrix, we are an inclusive company because we are very multicultural. It needs to go further than that it needs to really open up the opportunity to everybody. So I think this is a very good message and I think we need to have more awareness, as you say, of where can we find people with disabilities that are willing to be part of the workforce and I think a platform like I'm Inclusive is absolutely brilliant in making that possible. So thank you for all that you are doing and thank you to the founder for creating this brilliant platform.
1: Thank you for allowing me to share my thoughts and to share
0: about what we do at I'm Inclusive. I'm not sure if we've covered this, but I'm to ask this question anyway what should a business owner do to provide opportunities for people of determination
1: that's an amazing question so it's not always necessary that everyone who is going to start disability inclusion is going to be a ceo or a decision maker in an organization but if you are have you as decision maker or business owner thought of inclusion or thought of accessibility if not maybe start with that mindset from top to bottom to tell your employees, to tell your service providers, to tell everyone around that, you know, we are thinking of, Moving, or we are thinking of opening doors for people with disabilities, and start from there. If you are someone who is listening to this podcast, and are working with team members or colleagues, or you're working in a department with multiple people, you can become an ally. An ally is someone who speaks for the underrepresented groups. Speak for inclusion. If you are in a department, if you are a team member, start with having a conversation with your colleague. In maybe your next meeting, start by raising awareness questions that can we celebrate a sign language week or can we celebrate 3rd of December, that is people with P- International Day for People with Determination? Should we think about making the workplace accessible? So starting from small steps is always recommended because You can't change the world in one day, right? So you have to take those small steps and build on them.
0: That's excellent advice. Thank you very much for that. That's fantastic. So start with small steps and we can make a difference slowly. I love that. Excellent. Now we've come to the segment of our show where I will ask you some rapid fire questions, our version of a game show. Are you ready? I am. I am. So
1: who has been your inspiration and why? There is someone called Judith Human. They also have a Netflix documentary on it. She is the one who started activism for ADA, American Disabilities Act, in 1990. I look up to her in the way where she is also a u- wheelchair user and she had to do a lot of things to move and to get people to understand that people with disabilities may have diagnosis but they are human beings the person of determination or a person with disability they are humans and their worth is not defined by a diagnosis or if it's a visible disability by my wheelchair that is not my worth, you don't have to look at my wheelchair, but you have to look at me as a human being and allow me to access spaces, allow me to access spaces physically and to remove that mindset barrier as well. So Judith Human is someone who pushed for ADA, who pushed for American Disabilities Act, and um, that move changed so much. Sometimes, you know, in different parts of the world, we don't have those resources or we don't have those policies, but we look up to things which are done better than us or we aspire to become them one day and the fire that judith human has i aim to have that fire in me one day
0: that's lovely
1: can you mention one thing on your bucket list Yes,
0: skydiving. Why do so many people say that? You can't believe how many people have said that to me. That's on their bucket list, skydiving.
1: I wanted to go to a roller coaster, okay? And when I went to the place where I was supposed to get into the roller coaster, they told me, you can walk 50 meters? When I was found there looking at that guy who's asking me to, you know, walk 50 meters, I was like... (laughs) get to a roller coaster. What else can I do? I'll go
0: into skydiving. My goodness. See again, I love that attitude. One thing didn't work out, so you're going to go to the next thing. Well I hope you do get to do your skydiving one day. You're very brave to want to do that. I hope you get to fulfill that item on your bucket list. What is your favorite dessert?
1: Anything chocolate. I'm going to indulge into a cake that I'm saving today. That was my motivation to have a successful checklist marked day. And that is, I'm going to have it today, a chocolate cake.
0: Oh, sounds good. I could have some chocolate cake too. Okay. So last question. What is one thing you do every day,
1: no matter how busy you are? Irritating my cat? you try to do that? I do he is sleeping very calmly and peacefully and if you know I'm having a bad day or you know something is not going right for me I will pick him up and I'll be like can you please give me some (laughs) motivation and he's ginger that's why he's
0: called ginger right? Yes okay thank you very much for playing along that was the end of our game show so that was pretty easy. Before we wrap up we'd like to do our green pill moment. What was your green pill moment? The action or event that was the
1: turning point for you or your career? The founder that I was referring to, her name is Hafsa Kabir, and the sibling that The video that I saw was of Hafsa's brother, Ahmed Kadir. It was in 2019, before COVID, before anything. There was a video on Instagram. It was played by the Accessibilities Expo. And I saw this video of Hafsa and Ahmed was enabled by the wheelchair. And I saw them calling out to community that, hey, if you're a person of determination or someone who supports people of determination, come join us at uh, the booth. 218 or something. And I made sure that I go there. I made sure that I messaged Hafsa and I went there to meet her in, I believe it was October. And the first thing Hafsa asked was, Sarah, what do you do? At that point of time, I was in job gap. Nobody was hiring me because I had lost a lot of mobility. I was starting to use a walker and then a wheelchair part-time. And I said, Hapsa, that I'm unemployed. I don't do anything. All I do is sit at home, watch TVs or read books, basically. And she said, why don't you join us? why don't you join us at I'm Inclusive? We are trying to build this platform and we want people to join us. It was then Hilmari that I joined Hafsa initially as a volunteer, then progressed through ranks and it changed my life. And now I get to impact people and support on their career pathways has been life-changing for me. And not just for people of determination, but to get to speak to employers to people who are providing opportunities to say that you know what you are excluding people with disabilities if you're not giving them right accessibility that video and me getting that you know i'm quite a shy introvert When it comes to meeting people face to face, so for me to get out of the house, not employed, just showing up to meet Ahmad, and then get to meet Hafsa and being on this journey where, yes, there were things which were quite tough in the beginning because I was coming from a job gap. But then being able to learn every single day to unlearn things with Hafsa under her leadership has changed my life completely.
0: Wow, what an incredible story. So from being on the sidelines, not having a job, waiting for an opportunity, you have become part of the change. One of the people making a change in the world, creating awareness for employers of what they can do better. It's a fantastic story. Wow. Really, a, a truly a green pool moment meeting Hafsa. I'm very happy about that. And I'm sure there's a lot of people who's very grateful for all the work and the efforts that all of you are doing in creating this awareness. Thank you so much, Shira, for sharing your story with us today for talking to us about the challenges that you've had but also all the positive things and all the good things that are happening we really are grateful for you being with me today thank
1: you so much Thanks for giving me the platform to speak about it thank you so much it's absolutely my pleasure now before we say
0: goodbye could you please tell our listeners where they can find and follow you we'll also put this in the show notes
1: I am inclusive. I am for M, not A-M, but I am inclusive. This is our handle for social media. You can contact us, join us, or follow us on Instagram, Twitter. We are also available on LinkedIn. And you can find me on LinkedIn My name with my name, Saira Sayed. You'll find a picture of me on a wheelchair for people who use screen readers. You'll just have to look for... Saira Sayed, who is Director for Opportunities at I'm Inclusive.
0: Thank you so much, uh, Saira. I wish you and
1: I'm Inclusive
0: all the very best.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you.
0: If you enjoy our conversations, please like and subscribe. See you next Wednesday.